Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Enlighten Up podcast. Uh, So happy to be here with you tonight. It is my 200th episode. So if you see me sipping on a little glass of vino tonight, you'll know why. It's a big celebration. Uh, I can't believe 200 episodes. I'm coming up to four years in June of doing this podcast and It truly feels like just yesterday that I started this whole journey. And what's been so amazing about this podcast is that I get to meet incredible people, the guests that I have on my show. And one of those guests is Bodhisattva Love, otherwise known as Stan. Stan, welcome to the show. Oh, you're muted. You're still muted. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, Nicole. Uh, well, hello, everybody. Congr- uh, congratulations, Nicole, on this being your 200th episode. I'm excited for for that. You know, the synchronistic thing with numbers and, and that all that stuff. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I think it's so apropos to have you on the show. For anyone who's not familiar, Stan is a Florida state recorder for the American States Assembly. And as you know, I've done a podcast with Dennis Nill that has got over 20,000 views. Uh, he was He's a state coordinator for Arizona in the state American States Assembly. And Stan uh, was introduced to me through Alara, who you guys all know in One Foot and 5D. And talking to Stan has been incredible. Uh, he has learned so much and he's been helping to inform me as well. And he's got a great ton of information now. On that first episode that I did with Dennis, a lot of you had so many questions. Some of the big questions were around taxes. (laughs) Some of the other questions were around um, incorporations. Uh, How do we know if the U.S. is actually a corporation or not? Uh, There's so much that we're going to get into tonight on top of what I feel is the bigger topic. And I know Stan agrees with me, but... The one thing that has become so apparent to me since I kind of stumbled onto this journey in December of last year, only a few months ago, is that I really feel that this is the missing key to a lot of our own awakening and truly understanding what it means to be sovereign, like spiritually sovereign. And I, I didn't realize how much this was interwoven and very much a key that unlocks much for us, but we're gonna get into that because Stan has so much knowledge and wisdom about this. In fact, why don't we start there? Because one of the biggest questions we have when we start awakening is, who am I? And this is a, this is a vital question to answer when it comes to this particular journey. Yeah, I mean, I think I sent you a, a message a little while back that said this is the most, this was after your uh, video with uh, Paul Pablo, right? And, you know, I said to you that this is the most spiritual endeavor that we can all endure and and take on because it has to do everything with who we are. And for those that haven't 
uh, discovered the birth certificate fraud, which can be proven by the SESTA KV Act of 1666 on the legislation.gov UK. Let's just go there. Let's just show people the reality of what's out there. So let me uh, pull this up. If you just put in, let me know when that screen share is ready. Did I mute you? Oh, you got okay. it now. Yeah, now go you're ahead. Back. Okay, yeah. do I? You All should right. be Third able screen. to. And let me do my desktop. Let's see. Let me just turn that off. All right, can you see it? Um, yep, it's come up. All right, so let's go to, let's put in uh, the SESTA K QUEVIE Act of 1666. You see it popped up there, populated? Yep. All right. For those of you listening on Spotify and iTunes later, you may want to check out the video if you need this information. All right. And so the most important thing is to know who we are, right? Uh, we're born uh, in a hospital. And when you start down this journey, you'll realize that the hospital uh, is more of a place for harvesting souls. Um, I don't know if people remember back in the day when they used to get a birth certificate, they take the soul of your feet and print it on a piece of paper, which is a security instrument. If anybody wants to look at the bottom of their birth certificate, they'll say it'll say printed on security note, right? And it looks like some kind of certificate. When you start to investigate um, jurisdiction, which juris means the right of law, right? And then diction means the use of words. So there's where you get into jurisdiction, right? People always hear that in the movies, right, Nicole? It's like, you don't have jurisdiction here. And they're like, you know, the FBI can't come into the county because the sheriff has jurisdiction over the uh, federal government and all that kind of stuff. Well, that stuff's real. But over the years, we've been duped into thinking it's all one thing because there's a bunch of criminals running the entire show, right? It's one big crime syndicate. And it all starts with this, you know, uh, birth certificate fraud that they put upon us at birth and your parents become the informants, your mother becomes the informant and turns you over to the state. So you become a ward of the state at birth and a trust accounts are created in your name right here. So you got right here, legislation.gov.uk, right? SESTA KV Act of 1666. If anybody wants to reference this in law, you can look up Black's Law or Bouvier's Law and you can look up, it's right there in the SESTA KV Act, right? So here, if you go in here to the SESTA KV Act 1666, I won't read it due to time, but I recommend everybody go there and read what this says. And I'll just bring a quick uh, little uh, synopsis up front is that it says that everybody was considered lost at sea when the fire and all this uh, plague and all this stuff happened in France way back in the day, right? So they figured, well, we'll just claim everybody's estate, put it in a trust, and if they come to claim it, then you know they can have it back. That's just a quick rundown of what's in here. So read that for yourself. I'm going to jump to my telegram real quick and show you the definitions of the SESTA KV Act in Bouvier's Law Dictionary, Dictionary, so you can see for yourself that this is real. You got to start studying for yourself what all this stuff means, because once you do start going down this rabbit hole, you'll see it is all very real. And it's all in the legal system and in law. So let me see. Bear with me. Here we go. You see this here? This is the book, Bouvier's Law Dictionary. You see that clear, Nicole? Uh, you're muted. I think you're muted. Oh, oh, here we are. Okay, no, um, I, I just still see the legislation.gov UK. Okay, hold on. Let me, uh, let me fix my share. I think I have to go to desktop, new share. 
screen here. Now, can you see it? Uh, yes, now I can. Okay. And thank you, Suterbug, for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for supporting all the YouTubers out there with the super chats. That's great. Uh, for uh, supporting them and doing what they're doing here. All right, so this is the Bouvier's Law Dictionary, and you can see here, it's right in there. Aceste, what is that? Well, that means the person. And what is that? A trust. Aceste trust or use. What is Aceste trust? The beneficiary of an estate held in trust. Now, when you go read the Aceste v. Act on the london.ukgov.site, it's exactly what it says. And you got it here. It says use doctrine of uses, Aceste use. Definition of use the employment of or benefit from a thing. Now, what does that mean to you, Nicole? Um, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, makes sounds like a slave in a way. <laughs> well, right. So a benefit of a thing. And you got up here, it says the person, right? Mm -hmm. Here's a little bit more. And this is the link to the uk.gov. Oh, you just can go deeper. Now, you mentioned that people are sure of, you know, they don't want to know. They want to know, well, is the United States really a corporation? Well, go to the DUNS, D-U-N-S, website here, and I'll click this link, and we can go there, and we can look up the United States, right? Here's DUNS numbers. Sorry, that link was from Scan Retina, and it lists all the DUNS numbers here for everything that you see, every state, every city. You've got embassies, the United Nations. There they all are. Now, when I looked up the one for the United States, it had no longer existed. That might be because that one was dissolved and a new one was created under a new DUNS number. However, if we go back, let's see here. And here's a screenshot I took of Florida real quick, and then we'll go to the DUNS. Here's the one for state of Florida. Now, I want to point something out here. You see it says company profile. But notice on the top left, it says state of Florida. Now, if we're doing grammar, we realize the state is an adjective. Florida is a noun. So what happens if you put an adjective before the noun? What's the state of Florida right now? What's the state of Nicole? Is Nicole happy? Is Nicole sad? What's your yeah, state? I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm pretty thrilled right now. <laughs> well, your state right now is thrilled, right? Yeah. So the definition of what a state is. So the state of Florida right now is what? a corporation as telling you right here under the company profile. I don't know how much clearer we need to make this. It says company profile, corporation, parent, website, myflorida.com address, Tallahassee, which is the capital. You got a phone number and then read the company description here. State of Florida is located in Tallahassee, Florida, United States, and is part of the government industry, right? State of Florida has 1,000 junior blah, blah, blah employees across all of its locations. There are blah, 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 and the Florida corporate family. And our key principle, oops, I don't know what I did there. Our key principle is, what do I do? <laughs> oops, hold on, bear with me, guys. First time doing Telegram on no, a video. you're good. You're good. Don't worry. Uh, let me see. Let me go here. And, and this is, and thank you, Sarah. Thank you for the super chat. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> And so as you can see here, this is the Dun and Bradstreet website. It is real. You can go there now. Anybody wants to follow along, prove for themselves that all these cities and states and counties are corporations, municipalities of the territorial government, British territorial government of the British crown. Let me see. Let me get you to, uh, let's see here, to the definitions. There we go. Dun and B, D and B. So let's just do a little live search for people, right? 
There's the one I already did, right, for United States. And what you're going to see come up here, you're going to have every embassy, you're going to have every court, Supreme Courts, you know, local courts, postal service. Now, if you read the definition or if you ever watch the documentary, the corporation, corporations by definitions are for the interest of the stockholders, right? A corporation yeah. has no interest in people. It's for profit. Yeah. Right. So. If anybody wants to discuss that, we can discuss that. Now, there's another other people out there saying that the United States is not a corporation. It's a trust. Well, a corporation can be held in trust. Anything can be held in trust. Right. So if you create you have a car, a house and whatever and businesses, you can put them all in a trust. Right. And there can be a beneficiary to that trust. So how cannot this prove that the United States that I just showed you and all the cities and municipalities aren't corporations, right? So let's mm -hmm. continue on. Let's just go a little deeper in here. The Embassy of the United States of America, government sector in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, right? United States, just go through here. I'm not going to go through them all, but you do your own diligence and look for yourself. That's what I found. A lot of people just don't do their diligence and they just dismiss things by saying that's not true. Or they'll believe somebody who could be a counterintelligence operator on the internet has a YouTube channel that has a lot of, you know, uh, subscribers and they just tell them that it's not. So they go, okay, it's not. This guy said it's not because it's what they think resonates with truth with them, but they're not really doing their own diligence. Does that make sense? Yeah, actually. Okay. So this is a great segue into a question that comes up a lot. Um, if, I don't know if you can bring us back on screen here. Yes. Um, and, and thank you, Lana and Randy. Oh, thank you so. You guys are being you, so much. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, did I do it? Stop. There we go. Yeah, there we stop go. share. There we go. Okay. So this question comes up a lot with um, people is, well, if the corporation was dissolved, doesn't that mean we have our freedoms back? <laughs> And I, and I probably shouldn't say it that way. That's mean. I don't mean it that way. It's just I've heard it so many times and I feel like it's been explained. But let's talk about that again. So well, let's analyze it. Right. I mean, I don't claim to know everything. I can only share with you what I've come across and how I'm perceiving from what I've gathered. Right. So I'm not here trying to be anybody's guru and I don't want anybody to follow me in that sense. I require everybody to do their own thinking for themselves. The problem yes. why we're in this mess is because people aren't thinking for themselves. Our consciousness has been stolen from birth. Yes. And we're going to get into that yes. before we before we go any further. I just want to say and I have to say this, guys, just for my protection and for stands. It doesn't mean that I don't believe any of this. It's just we this is not financial advice. This is not legal advice by any stretch of the imagination. Oh. This is just us sharing information. And whatever you do with that is up to you. OK. All right. <laughs> so, you know, I've done I've done some diligence and found some things that allude to the facts that, yes, the United States is a corporation and that there's some things going on that I'm curious about. So I continue to dig. I found the United States, uh, the American States Assembly. I found it to be a viable option as opposed to all the other assembly things out there because all the research I've done and the evidence that I've put together. So this is what I've come up with. I'm not asking anybody to believe me. Do your own diligence, please. That's all I ask. Do your own diligence and think for yourself. All right. So what uh, you the question was, um, if the United States was evolved, the corporation was dissolved, aren't we all free anyways? Well, yes. <laughs> let's define criminal, right? 
is a criminal just going to, you know, stop being a criminal? No, right? They're going to continue the lie. I mean, we can see this fake election. We can see this fake event. Many of us can see right through it. Some of us can't because our consciousness, their consciousness has been totally taken over, whether it's through abundance of nanotechnology or just through mind control of the television. Uh, many different variables come into play here. It's funny that we're having this conversation today because last night, um, uh, my partner's children have never seen The Matrix. And we chose to watch that last night. It was very, you know, synchronistic because I haven't seen it in years. And it's all there. Like everything's there. You're literally your consciousness has been stolen, you know, and, and, and in there, um, he says that the people will protect the, ma the Matrix because that's what they know and they will defend it till the death. Right. And there's people out there. We see that doing that with with everything in every aspect of things. I mean, we can tell that these vaccines aren't vaccines. It's written in their own script, in their own documentation, uh, in the let's, website. Oh, let's just use some code words. So, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forget sometimes that we have them, you know, yeah. on us all the time. So, you know, these things that they're doing um, are so obvious to some of us that that's why we're doing what we're doing. And we're trying to stop those that are trespassing upon us. That's what this is all about. Um, so, it, if it's dissolved, will that be, mean you're free? No, you have to declare your freedom. You're always free, right? The problem is that we allow people to trespass upon us through fear, right? So we're, we're consenting to contracting with this um, uh, corporation, guising itself as a government, providing our services and goods back to us, right? So they're triple dipping with taxation, uh, you know, fines, fees, registration, licensing, all that kind of stuff, which applies to a federal employee, U.S. citizen, right? If you are that, which they created for you at birth, then yes, you're liable for those things because you haven't declared your status other than that. So that's what we're doing. We're saying, hey, I'm no longer a, a federal employee of the United States Corporation, right? I am a living man on the land and soil within the meets and bounds of Florida, the state, not the state of Florida, because the state of Florida right now is a corporation, right? The state of, which means its, its existence is not real. It's a corporation as the state of, because no men or women have populated it and declared their status and standing to self-govern on the land. Is that yeah. making sense? Yeah. And this is why, guys, this is why it's so important. This, and I talked about this on the episode with Dennis and maybe it didn't. I, I get there's so much information. So I understand how, you know, some information can land. Other things go over your head. Um, there's there's a lot to absorb. But the whole thing is, is like what Stan was saying. A criminal will not stop being a criminal just because you know, one of their corporations dissolved. <laughs> They're going to continue um, to lie. Yeah, which means, and the only way that you can hold them accountable for their crimes is not through their court system. You have no, you have very little, little um, power in their court system. It's designed to make that sure that they stay in power. We need it in our court system. When I say our court system, I mean the court system that will be, be, be born through the repopulation of, say, what we're talking about, the state's assembly, the American state's assembly. So repopulating the land and soil again, coming home from sea to the land and soil and declaring your status um, like re-correcting your status. And then we, you know, this is why it's so important. I really, I really, truly, truly believe this in the heart of my hearts, guys. This is the new earth. 
This is the new earth. This is how it all starts. It doesn't start by some solar flash that come whites out the whole earth and all of a sudden, like, you know, <laughs> we've got all this great technology and everything's just great for us. No, we have to do the grunt work right now. This is what I truly believe. How do you feel about that, Stan? Well, let me elaborate on, on that, uh, what you said there uh, for a minute in the beginning is that, let me just separate the assembly from all this real quick, right? Because a lot of people are miss interpreting and and maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong in my in my perception right but let's just separate all that for a minute let's separate the assembly from everything let's just say the assembly never exists there's no assembly there's no 3141 there's no reign of heavens there's none of those things kim gogun's the you know life force none of that exists right there's no title or name for any of it right but we have the only thing we have is this united states government now let's let me talk into a screen share real quick, because when we talk about the United States, we have to comprehend what that definition is per United States code, right? So let me go there real quick. Are you, can you see my screen? Yep, I can see it. All right, let me go back to here. Let's look on here. Someone created a shirt with this on it. And let's see here. And the United States code by definition means, it's up here more, um, let me grab my slider. It means a federal corporation. And where are you? Right here, right? So this is you right here. This picture, this image is from USC. You can put in this code 28 USC subsection 3215. That definition states right here, United States means a federal corporation. All right, let me read it again. The United States means A, a federal corporation, B, an agency, department, commission, board, or other entity of the United States, or an instrumentality of the United States. So make of that what you will, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty clear there. I think that we can say that it's without a doubt a corporation, and just know that they just keep making more corporations. Like It's like, it's, you know, when you think about um, just us trying to truth seekers and starting up channels and, you know, getting your accounts taken down, it's like you just start a new one. It's just, that's kind of how they do it with their corporations. You know, they just start another one. Absolutely. And, and, and so that's not the answer. What, how, I know people think like, oh, all, all you have to do is just take down the corporation. It's not just, it's not as simple as that. Um, well, there's behind the corporation are the criminals, exactly. right? So uh, let me just be honest with everybody here on this video and people that watch it in the, in the future. Do you want to bring us back on? Uh, no, not just yet, because okay, I want okay. them to see I want them to see this while it's on the screen here. And thank you, Shannon, for the super chat. And where'd we go? All right. I don't know why it does this every time. So. All right. Here we go. All right. So. I'm honest with people when I do my recording and I speak to people and I say, listen, I don't know if this is going to work. I have no idea, but I have to live in truth, honor, and integrity, right? And if we truly are in this communist regime, that means at some point, it's not going to matter if you have a corrected status. It doesn't matter what you say, think, or do, because they'll just come, put a bullet in your head, if you don't capitulate to what they want you to do. And we're not far from that. 
right? We're, we're, you can see all the totalitarian tiptoeing towards that, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's talk about history. What happened in every war in history? They changed history. They changed the statues. They changed the books. They burned the books. They changed history. What is happening before our eyes right now? That exact thing. Mm -hmm. Every war, every one of them. We are in the silent war per the Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars document, which I've shared several times. And if you haven't read it, I suggest everybody to go look up Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. And in the beginning of that, it says, welcome, gentlemen, to the 25th anniversary of the Third World War. <laughs> Using biological wet warfare dubbed the Silent War. Right. That's what it says. And that 25 years from the 1979 time that document was found would allude to the Bilderberg meeting, the very first Bilderberg meeting. So when you put all these puzzle pieces together and you put together what's happening, if you're paying attention and you're not distracted by entertainment, drugs, alcohol, football, baseball, basketball, and all the Roman Empire bread and circus that they feed to us, and you're actually paying attention to what's going on in the world, you can see it. But if you're not, your consciousness has been stolen through entertainment and media. That's the mind manipulation to keep you distracted over here with the carrot and the entertainment, you know, and the sex and drugs and alcohol, rock and roll and all that kind of stuff. When they're doing their due diligence over here, just corrupting everything. Yeah. As long as you got your house and your beer and your, you know, whatever you think you're doing, partying on the weekends and working during the week. Well, you're just living the slave life because you're not paying attention to why it's that way. And it's going to sound harsh to some people because the reality check is real. And that's why we're here talking about this. Yeah. So we have to realize who we are. And that's by knowing that, hey, we've been stolen at birth, all capital letters on the driver's license, every contract, every car you buy, house you buy, you look at it. Why is it that way? But we don't question it, right? We're just happy we got the car in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Party, right? But ultimately, that house and car you bought is already paid for through the trust account they created at your birth. And then they sold it back to you, sending you a statement which says, oh, thank you. You're this is uh, thank you for the payment. Right. But then you send them another payment. and They're like, thank you for the payment. Right. And then they tax you and insurance and all that kind of stuff on it. Right. I know it's it's pretty it's pretty criminal when you really understand the nuts and bolts of this and exactly. how, like you said, they're triple dipping into our money. <laughs> triple dipping, right? And then where does that all come from? Right? Well, how does that work? Well, see that little diamond right there in the middle of the screen. That's a district of Columbia, which is the United States, which is Washington, DC. DC is district Columbia, right? Read right here. Washington, D.C., located size and extent, located in the South Atlantic region of the U.S., the District of Columbia has a total area of 69 square miles. Now, people for years were saying it's a 10-mile square area. Well, it's actually 69, right? Of which land takes up 63 and inland takes up six square miles, blah, blah, blah. It's all there. You know, you can read this for yourself and see it. Why is it called the District of Columbia? Because it's British territorial government. It's a corporation that took up a piece of land, right? And all of us that are created live within that little diamond on paper. That's where you live as yep. a U.S. citizen, right there. That's your little territory. It's not a state. It's a that's district. For, it's a territory. Yeah, that's, that's good to kind of point it out so that people really understand um, what they're where they're attached to right now. That's where you exist. That's why everything says 
United States, you know, and when you're in the United States, you're in the District of Columbia in that territorial region there. So why, when you correct your status, do you clear a state, right? Because when you're born, by being born, you are originally juice solely. Where did I put that definition? Juice solely means that you are native to your state you were born on. Corporation. Sorry, I have to thumb through this. It's uh can people join this Telegram um, channel or is it? Yeah, yeah. It's just called Sovereign Resolutions. It's something I threw together. I don't really do much. I just post stuff there. It's not for chatting. All it is for is to drop pertinent information for people can go there as a reference. If they want to chat, we can create a Sovereign Resolutions chat for that. But all it is for is for people to, and I'm pretty much the only one that dumps there because some people, I have two other people that may dump information there, but it's just for, you know, reference information pointing out the facts of this information that we need to reference, right? So I've got books and stuff like that. If you know books or stuff and you want to get on there, just go ahead and get on Sovereign Resolutions and post stuff that is factual that we can reference, books, things that have helped you along the way, right? Sorry, I'm trying to find that definition. But Juice Soli, you can look it up, Bouvier's Law or Black's Law. Juice Soli means that you're native to your state that you were born on. So I am Juice Soli. I'm a Utah. My state my native state is Utah. That makes me Utah. So an American state national by birth pledges allegiance to their state, right? But my home is on Florida. So you, if you were Arizona, born on Arizona, you would be an Arizonian or a Texas on Texan on Texas, right? That is your native state. That is your nation, your nation state. But we were never told this in school, right? Yeah. None of it. So let me uh, let me just thumb through real quick, see if I can find it. Does that make sense? What I just shared with you about? Oh, Sully? yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, totally. Now, I think um, maybe we can kind of transition into um, the tax, because that was another big question that came up where people don't understand about, um, you know, which has become through very, very apparent to me is that um, we are not obligated to pay taxes, income taxes. Um, do you want to, should we go into that? Can you bring us back for just a second? Yeah, let me just share this definition real quick. So another definition in Law Cornell right here says, person means an individual, corporation, business trust, estate trust, partnership, limited liability company, association, joint venture, government, governmental subdivision, agency or instrumentality, public corporation, or any other legal or commercial entity. So back when Lincoln in 1862, they can change that word person, the definition as the corporate uh, Congress changes the meaning of the single word. And that word is person. Okay. So you don't want to be a person in that jurisdiction. Okay. So let me just bring us back. And that's what we're all considered as persons, which is a corporation, which is a legal entity, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think when I had Paul on, he was saying like a person is also known as someone who wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was really interesting uh, because that's truly what they're trying to make us into uh, right now. Absolutely. Um, but it basically says it's not who you, who you are. Like it's not truly who you are. You're wearing a mask. But like, let's talk about the tax thing, because I want to make it clear that there are some questions that come up along the tax line 
in that, okay, if we don't pay taxes, then who pays for the construction of the roads? Or, um, you know, who's going to pay for education? And what a lot of people don't realize is what I learned um, recently is to answer that question is a lot of these these um, things, like these like the infrastructure, for instance, maybe your roads, there is a tax on your gas that goes towards paying paying for the roads the infrastructure of the roads it does not come from the federal tax that you pay your education is taken care of on a local level from the states it does not come from your federal income tax so basically um all, all these things it's not that they don't get taken care of now the other thing too is if you join the states um, the American States Assembly, you, you know, it's not, you become the employer. And if there is a contract that you would like to make with someone to take care of the roads or to do something like all of what we, we pay for services with the government, or at least that's what we think we're doing, um, then we do that. We are the employers. We can pay the employee, the person that we contract with, that we are choosing to, because there's going to be checks and balances. It's not that there's never, ever any money, but you, we get to have the say of where the money goes and we know where it's going right now. There's no checks and balances right now within the government of all the stuff. And I mean, watching that movie, I've left the link in the description below, guys. Um, America, freedom or freedom. to or America, fascism. freedom to fascism by Aaron fascism. Russo, the guy who created the movie Trading Places. He was a, a director, filmmaker, and he started hearing about, you know, the tax fraud. So he wanted to find out, like, you know, so he made a documentary. If anybody hasn't seen it, I recommend you watch it. It's very interesting. And the 16th Amer Amendment was apparently never ratified. Now, it's interesting, there's a memo going around um, from the IRS commissioner uh, that states just that. And that's, there was a case, I guess, in 1985, if you want, I can show that uh, document as well. Um, and also there's, uh, in code, it talks about withholding agents, and they're the only ones liable for taxes, right? So by definition, in the uh, codes and statutes, uh, I don't know if it's U.S. code or UCC or tax code. I do have those up if we want to share those links. Um, that you know, you have to be a, you, the Merchant Marines were liable for tax for taxes, and the um, uh, the withholding agents are the ones who collect the taxes who are liable to for the tax. So, are you with? Oh, are you a withholding agent? <laughs> um yeah it, it's like it's so it, this is what's so important because let's okay let's first go into this whole idea of because i think on the show that i had with dennis he said that it's in the code it states that it's voluntary now i don't know if it actually states specifically that it's voluntary there is a place i believe where it states voluntary compliance which is very misleading because there's nothing voluntary about voluntary compliance. Um, and they talk about that in the, the documentary that um, Alara just dropped in the live chat. Thank you, Alara. And okay, is my volume better now? Can you guys hear me okay? I can hear you fine. I don't know about the other chats though. So I had lowered it just a bit because people in the last show were complaining that mine was too loud. And so I thought maybe I don't know, like, do I have to, like, can you hear me now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, you guys, it, I mean, it's showing that it's coming up loud on my screen. So I don't, I don't know uh, how that's, if you guys can 
throw up in the chat so I know if you guys, if it's gotten better. Um, but basically, in there it states that, okay, was it, um, was it in 1916 or 1913 where they tried to amend the 16th Amendment and it's, they say that it was ratified, but in reality, it was never ratified because only two states um, agreed and none of the other ones did. And so they just told everyone that it was ratified and that it was now constitutional when in fact it never was. You know, that's these are good questions. I haven't seen that for myself or dug all that up, but the the documentary by Aaron Russo is pretty compelling. Um, the letter memo letter that is going around, which I can't confirm is real um, by Commissioner Redditch of the IRS, uh, goes over that 1985 about a case and that, you know, they were supposed to be giving the taxes back to the people. Right. So it's a sticky situation because we have criminals running the whole game and they have more weapons at the IRS than they should. Right. In this organization. Yeah, through threat and force, they're going to do what they're going to do. It's it's a one big criminal world crime syndicate, right? It's that big. It's a huge beast. That's why I tell people, I don't know if this is going to work, but I have to live in truth, honor, and integrity, right? I can't live my life in a lie and know this is going on and not do anything about it because I'm not afraid, right? Because I know I'm not this body, right? But if I'm here manifested in this form, I have to live as a Christ consciousness, I'm fully aware what is going on. So what am I going to do? Ignore it? Ignorance is bliss, like in the Matrix, right? Cypher. He didn't want to have to. He loved the, he knew it wasn't real, but he wanted to be in that ignorance. He felt more comfortable in the ignorance rather than the truth. And that's where we are with the state of a lot of consciousness, uh, unconscious beings, our fellow brothers and sisters, who would rather live in that state of right? The state of unconsciousness, right? So it's up to the individual to awaken to themselves and learn who they are and what's going on. And the only way this is going to work is enough people wake up and populate their cities and counties and states, right? Oh, hold on, hold on one second. They're saying they lost us. Uh, lots of buffering going on. Oh, do you have bad internet over there? No, I have a hard line. It's not me. It's YouTube. Uh um, okay. I mean, I am recording this. Okay. So it's, I have it recorded. So if I have to try and upload it again, I will. Um, last, they cut off. Okay. Is it back? Are you, do you guys have me back? Okay. Oh, we're back. We're good. Okay. All right. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Maybe we <laughs> well, it's typical for this kind of content, right? Yeah, let's try to, we'll watch the language a little bit, I think. Um, the algorithms. Yeah. Just so anyway, algorithms. those organizations, those three-letter organizations, right, the, the ones we call the alphabet organizations, they are doing everything they can to, you know, keep it at bay, obviously. I mean, it's, that's the name of the game, and that's where a lot of people get cut off, right? There's that fear factor in their consciousness that they just don't want to have anybody knocking on their door, or they just want to live in that bliss because, you know, it's too scary, well, that's the problem. And that's why we're in the problem we're in, right? I mean, that's why we have these issues and we're having them encroaching upon us with the um, masks and the jab and stab and all that kind of stuff, right? Until we finally say no, 
and declare our status and standing as living men and women and say, hey, no more. We have to assemble to uh, bring back the Article Three courts like you were talking about. They're, right now, they're the Article One courts, right? They're maritime uh, martial law courts. They're for the corporation. They're a foreign uh, territorial government. Esquires pledge allegiance to the queen, right? Not all of them know it. Some of them do. You know, they're part of a club. And like George Carlin said, you ain't in it, right? <laughs> so very true. It's a big club, then you're not in it. Like, hey, you know, you might be a great guy. You might want to go be a politician. And then you get in and find out, wow, this is this isn't what I thought it was. You know, you, you're just a good person, right? You can't believe that there's evil in the world, that that's that that bad, that deep and far, right? But you get in and I share this scenario sometimes. Say I'm a good guy and I go in to hold an office. Right. And I want to make changes. Oh, I'm going to go in and I'm going to be able to make changes because I can, you know, I'm, I'm a good guy and I'm going to make some changes. Well, it's bigger than you. You know what I mean? You get in there and they're going to say, Hey, John, why don't you come and have a drink with the guys tonight? You know what I mean? They get to feel you out, find out what you're about, you know, and they'll tease you. They'll probably, you know, have some young ladies over there or underage. What do you think about that girl over there? Oh, she's a little young. Oh, and then they'll kind of feel you out, you know? And then let's say they slip you a Mickey. And then you wake up with a, a young one in bed and there's pictures in the morning with you in the bed with this young one. And now they say, well, John, we need this bill passed. And uh, just make sure that happens or these are going to get out to the public and your family. Do you think that happens? I don't know. I just, if I can make that up, I'm not a criminal. What else could be done? Right. People can't, they don't think beyond their little limited consciousness of how reality can work. And the possibilities of things that can happen. So it's not about what you believe. It's about what you can prove and what you can and, and, and see with your own eyes, right? It's all here before us. Everything is here. I can see it. Plain as day. Some people can't. And that's the problem. Whether they're ignoring it or their consciousness has been so taken over that they really just can't see it. I mean, what do you think, Nicole? I, I completely agree with you. Um, I think that this is one of the reasons why our consciousness was hijacked, you know, so that we don't think for ourselves and we walk ourselves right into a trap without even knowing it, you know, and before we know it, uh, it's like we're owned even more than we're already owned. Um, and they take away our morality. They take away our dignity. dignity. It, it, you know, it's it, it truly uh, d it just desecrates the the soul of the human um we're we're getting major buffering on on this they're saying they lost us again um they're it's interesting because i i called in light for the stream I, I i was like please bring in protection for this stream um is so, it back yet uh i don't know it i mean it's still running but i don't know if i think it's buffering a lot for them i may have to re-upload this video um, I will definitely put it on my BitChute channel, guys. Um, but, well, let's let's kind of go into this deeper about okay. why it's so important to know who you are. How does this tie into the essence of who am I? Wow. You know, it's so simple yet so complex because once we realize we're not these bodies, we're not our emotions. We can have them. There's nothing wrong with having emotions. There's nothing wrong with experiencing and witnessing fear. But the whole point is to be in that witnessing position as things appear and disappear. Ultimately, what is real about you and your body? 
Were you the same you were 10 years ago, five years ago, the moment you were born when you were two, three, 10 till now? Are you the same you were yesterday? Everything's constantly changing. There's nothing permanent or real about you or me or anything around me in this existence. Everything is slowly fading away in some way, shape, shape or form. What is real and permanent? The only thing real and permanent is that witnessing consciousness that uh, witnesses the appearing and disappearing of all things. And that is the Christ consciousness. That is what Jesus or Yeshua, because there was no J, there is no Jesus. There never was. Right. But this individual was sharing through his yogic practices, whether people want to believe it or not, if they do enough diligence and digging, not on the surface of the book, but a lot deeper that this was how he came to know his true self, the witnessing consciousness, right? So whatever happens to this body is fine because I've tell people, if this, what I'm this endeavor within this three dimensional earth, if it causes this body to disappear in whatever way through uh, murder, death, what, however it goes, that's fine. I will be elated at that moment because I know that, I'm moving on to the next level. This vessel is done with. The consciousness has played its part as this vessel. And then now I move on to the next level of consciousness because the consciousness always remains. It's the body that comes and goes, right? Just like the emotions, the fear, the pain, the happiness, the sadness, it's all fleeting. It's not real. It's ephemeral, right? It's elusive. It's an illusion. So once we truly comprehend that, then we have no fear of truth the truth is that there is no such thing as these things to hold you back. The only thing holding you back is that fear. And they've captured that and they keep you in that fear state. And that's how they control us, right? What do we have right now? The entire event is based on fear. I call it the event because that's what they called it, you know, the event 201. So it's just an event to keep the people in fear. And like I shared with you the other night, we're in a crazy state of affairs right now, Nicole, because we've got people that have taken this mRNA vaccine, which is altering their DNA and their consciousness, and people are dying, and people are getting Bell's palsy and many other things. Hold I on, mean, hold I, on, hold on. I, I, okay, we really got a code. I, I, okay, this, I, this, I, or I, this video will not stay up long. Okay. So, um, yeah, and, and, and right now we've pretty much lost all of our viewers. The stream's been stopped on youtube but i'm still it's still streaming on my end and i'm still recording so we'll keep going i just really need to be careful with the words so that my okay. channel doesn't get any my apologies i no i know it's you're getting the moment like it's hard to, it's hard to not speak truth when that's like I, yeah it is it is it is so yeah based on all that we've got a crazy state of affairs ahead of us in the next three months you know three to six months because we could be losing healthcare workers first responders and all that as the days unfold, right? And who's going to be left mm -hmm. people like us? And then what have they done throughout history with those people? Re-educate them. And if they don't want to re-educate, what do they do? Now, I'm not painting that scenario. I'm just painting for you what's been done in the past. And we're trying to change that. That's why we're here talking today. So we're here to change that consciousness, right? By waking up and no longer being in fear and knowing who we are and doing something about it. We have to do something about it. You have to declare yourself and standing as that living vessel, that living soul that is residing within this vessel and declare it. 
and say no more. I no longer consent to these contracts and this heinous crimes that are being perpetrated upon us. Mm-hmm. And we properly assemble, whether you want to do it with the assembly or not, well, do your diligence. Apparently, Anavon writes has had some synchronistic events through her life where um, she's been studying this for over 40 years with many others, right? And she married a man that just so happened to be a Belshire, which is heir to the Belcher seal, which is the seal you see in the United States seal. He didn't know that till 2016. And we re- she revealed that in a video I did with her uh, a couple months ago, right? So if that is true, then that was the only way that they could really restore the United States of America, the actual de jure government. And it just so happened that that happened. I don't know if you saw that in the video yet, but um, that I shared with you, it was somewhere in there. I tried to timestamp it, but couldn't find it. If I do, I'll share it with you so you can share it with your viewers. But that's huge. If that's the case, she said there was three ways we can restore this government. Trump had the opportunity to do it. If he did still, possibly, maybe that's going to unfold. But either way, it's up to us, we the people, to man our counties and our states on the actual land, right? Mm-hmm. And we have to declare it. Nobody's going to know until you declare it and put it on public record, put them on notice for it, just like they did back in the day. What happened? Uh, sheriff, you know, remember in the Westerns, they'd be like, John Jones, you were on notice for da 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 da. You have to put it on the public record, post signs, right? And, and, and nobody rebuts it, then that becomes law. It's that simple. But people are afraid to do that because of fear of what might happen to them. Well, if it's only a couple of us, right? Yeah, that's going to happen. Hey, like, who's going to be with the number one right here? This guy, right? They're going to come after me and be like, oh, yeah, that happened to him. See, so I'm not going to do it because it happened to him. See what happened to him? Well, of course, because nobody wanted to stand up like I did. Yeah. And our number one strength is our numbers. <laughs> like, I mean, they they can't even compete when it comes to that. So, exactly. I mean, it really does just take an understanding of, of, of knowing um, of knowing that fact and also moving through the fear. Uh, Laura, or let me just see here. Um, oh, one second here. Lisa. Lisa and Divine Energy, thank you so much for your super chats. I guess they're still coming through, even though I know um, there's almost no one on the live anymore because it's been buffering <laughs> and it stopped. So I don't know how the super chats are coming through, but yay. <laughs> well, maybe they're seeing it, but you can't see it. Who knows? We'll find out in the end, won't we? Yeah. But, you know, it's interesting because I saw on um, one of the, the Zoom chats recently that is every Monday night through the American States Assembly, anyone can join. I did see that someone in there had stated that they sent Anna Trump's papers a year ago. Mm. And she claimed right there on the spot that she never received the email. Now, she receives tens of thousands of emails a week, guys, like tens of thousands of emails. So that doesn't surprise me that something like that may have gone unnoticed. Um, Now, whether or not that's actually true, I don't know. You know, um, now, do I think it was him specifically? No, but I think that there he may have people who are looking into this for him. And if it checks out for him, if, if his papers are ready, then it's ready to go. I think that's interesting. I'm not saying that it's that it's a certain thing. It's just it did come up in the, in the chat. So I was just observing that. Well, um, let's, let's look at the reality of that, right? Mm hmm. He lives in Florida, does he not? Yep. Well, I'm a recorder. 
Mm-hmm. If he did it, well, if he did it before a year ago, it wouldn't come through me at all. It would have came through our state coordinator, Ralph. Right. I've heard rumors that it was done. I haven't seen anything and I didn't hear it straight from him. It's like apparently he may have done it in the past. So I don't know if anything was done in the year. I wasn't a recorder a year ago. However, right now it's all hearsay. Yeah, it is hearsay. We're not confirming or denying like you know i think it's a very possible thing according to anna she has not seen the papers so um and i think if there's anyone who would know it would be her i don't think anything like that would go unnoticed this woman catches everything and and let's just talk about her for a really quick second because this is something that comes up i've seen it in the comments on the on that other video with dennis people just kind of you know really coming after her saying she's a scammer or, you know, she's tied to royalty. So how could she? And it's like, and I mean, and you just explained it um, very briefly that she's not, I mean, she's only tied to royalty because she married someone who she didn't even know. Even he didn't know that he was a rightful heir until 2016, which was decades after they had been married. Um, And let's face it, there are people within royalty that have come here to take down take down those actual systems and like i firmly believe that princess diana was one of them and um you know we do have light workers who actually are able to rise above that 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 system of darkness and try to transform it and transmute it i think anna is one of them and you know when i sit there and listen to her and this is just me speaking on my behalf because that's all i can speak for but when i listen to her speak her energy, it's so apparent. It's the way she speaks. It's the way she carries herself. She's so matter of fact. She's so knowledgeable. Like, I don't know how she stores all of this information. Like, I I don't know. It's incredible how much information she just can talk about on, on a dime. And her energy just shows up as so pure in the sense of who she shows up is, is who she actually is. That is the first and foremost like um, energetic message I receive when I watch her and listen to her over and over and over again. And it just gets confirmed more and more and more. It never makes me feel, oh, maybe I was wrong. Like I never get that feeling. So how, what's your experience? Cause you've actually interviewed her a couple of times. Yeah, um, you know, I had my doubts in the beginning and I had my doubts even after I, I, uh, you know, uh, corrected my status and took on a position in the assembly. Uh, but ultimately I've never seen anything direct proof of anything nefarious. And even in the documentation, people are like, Oh, she's capturing people, people's birth certificates and holding them. I'm like, none of that goes to her. None of it. Like I'm a recorder. I see what goes on, right? They go to our, our state recorder and he doesn't send them anywhere. They just stay with him. Eventually we want to have like a vault that these can go in, right? For people's recorded documentation. So like you said, she speaks in a manner that is just so wholesome. Unless she's the greatest psychological agent out there, she's doing really well, right? Um, I've asked people within the assembly, without the assembly, what do you think? And they can't find anything either. Right. You can the whole Vatican thing always gets blown out of proportion. That was in her book. She worked 
tried to work with the Pope and his employees for seven years to, to right these wrongs, right? With no success, right? You read all her articles. You can look up her website and put in Vatican, thousands of articles, right? Well, what does that mean? It may not mean nothing. However, I can't see anything that ties that to that. If you read law, the KV Act, Jus Soli, all these things, our birthright is our state, the state we were born on. How come you're not a, when you're born on your birth certificate, it doesn't say I'm a Utah. There's your proof. Just look at law, look at law and cross-reference everything. Mm -hmm. It's all there. Like there's so much confusion and distraction out there on purpose. You have to do your own diligence. This is what I've done to get me the position I'm in. It's not because I've listened to other people. You can listen to other people, but cross-reference everything, right? You got to do your own diligence, learn law, learn common law. That's what we need everybody to do, because when you assemble, you have to, the excellence of common law is based on scripture, because all the law is in scripture. And when you comprehend this common law, it's like common law. Like if you murder somebody, it's an eye for an eye, like Anna says on the videos. In this jurisdiction, if you kill somebody, there's going to be hanging at three if, the, if your jury, a uh, jury of your peers in your county say, wow, that was intentionally done, hanging at 3 p.m., April 20th. You know what I mean? That's it. You murdered somebody, now your life is taken as well. We don't put you in prison for revenue, mm -hmm. right? Mm -mm, mm -mm. We don't, that's not, the, that's not how it works. No. And, um, We've got Paul Doobie in the in the in the chat. Good to see you, Paul. I saw you last night in the Zoom call. And John C says, when um, Amy brought this to me, oh, I, I believe you're Amy's husband. Okay, when Amy brought this to me, I tried to debunk all I could to be sure we'd be safe. I researched laws, U.S. code, Supreme Court rulings, etc. I could not find any unlawful sightings of what we are doing, and that's the whole thing. Everything that the the American States Assembly is doing is through peaceful lawful treaties law the way yeah. it was supposed to be it's all the way it, and and anna always stresses that she always stresses like the the to, there's no need for violence you have the law on your side you know and all you need to do is correct your status so that you are now in the right jurisdiction and so correcting your status i i truly believe that that is key and that's my personal opinion from what I've um, understood. And I know you feel the same way. Um, well, let I me think... share with you. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. My friend, Chris Rice, uh, Rice TV. He still continues to interview many, many people. And he just, he went out and visited Kim Goguen from Life Force and wanted to, you know, because he's exploring everything, right? For me, I've already seen through it all, right? I don't need any more confirmation for myself. That's why I found this to be the viable option. And I jumped right in and I said, this is what needs to be done. So I'm doing it. And I told him I share, I'll share with you as it, as it unfolds. So he continues to interview all these people. And his last interview he did on his follow-up on visiting Kim with life force is he found that status correction is the way that's what everybody in this field, everybody that's doing it on their own. That's not even in the assembly, David straight with the exception of Carl Lentz you know, uh, Christopher James, all these names of people that are out there that have thousands of followers, they all say the same thing. You got to correct your status, right? You got to declare who you are. You got to let people know. You got to let them know, hey, I know that you're continuing the fraud and I declare myself, you yeah, know, as you a basically, living parent. You basically got to 
come back the way you came, you know, <laughs> like, so you went, you went from land and soil as soon as you were born back out, out to sea immediately. As soon as your mom, Irish stone, you yeah. 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 So you've got to come back, stay uh, from the sea back to the land and soil in order to be back in the right jurisdiction for yourself, where you have your rights restored. You're not under their jurisdiction any longer. Um, and that doesn't so, mean, Nicole, that doesn't mean that they're not going to kidnap you, right? That doesn't mean I'm absolved from them kidnapping me and beating me up and doing whatever they're going to do. But if I have you and all these other people that have the same status and standing, then we can protect each other and hold and we have to assemble our courts. The most important part, all we need is 30 people per county. How hard is that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 30 people per county. What are people waiting for? I know. And and this is kind of one of those things where, I mean, you're going to have to, you can only make the decision when it's right for you. No, you, you can never make a decision until you know in your heart it's the right one. Absolutely. I stress, I want to stress that to all of you. But there is no time to waste <laughs> either. <laughs> like, the, the, we're, we're, I think you can see what we're facing in the future. And we need to all kind of band together and make this as basically as easy for us and as difficult for them as possible. Speaking of which, Anna made a huge announcement on the Zoom call last night that they now have sealed documents that prove that the 14th Amendment was never ratified, which is about the, the US, US citizen. citizen. Mm-hmm. Which they, she says, now we have them dead to rights. It basically if I understand this correctly, maybe Paul, um, you can drop in the chat here if, if I need to be corrected. But if I understand, it's basically saying that I believe there are people who are admitting, who are now admitting that yes, it was never ratified. Uh, so it's signed, sealed proof, uh, which is huge. So that document is going to be sent out to everyone in the assembly so that you have it so that if someone comes knocking at your door, you have the documents to prove it. And, um, and I think that's huge. That's very, that's great news. They've, you know, she's made a lot of headway. The state's assembly, the American state's assembly has made a lot of headway through what seems like very divine orchestration. The hand of God has definitely been involved. It's, it feels mm -hmm. like. Absolutely. And, you know, when you like for myself being being in highly involved, um, I feel it. And, you know, my partner, she did her paperwork and she said she could feel the shackles coming off her the moment she she did her paperwork, like literally felt the binding chain. She's intuitive like yourself. Right. She can feel that kind of stuff. And she would just like the moment it happened, she can feel those shackles coming off. Right. It's a Freeman. This is the most spiritual endeavor we can endure and take on because it is literally your independence, your freedom, because you have been captured at birth, whether you want to believe it or not, until you do your own diligence and realize it, then you were continually being your consciousness of consciousness and your soul has been captured. And that's why nothing feels right to you. Right. Mm -hmm. But once you realize it and once you do it, then you're 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 free but you have to remain in that freedom and lack of fear and and move forward and do something about it in the excellence of common law it talks about this is how we were supposed to live it's in the bible it's in scriptures if you love the bible and you love scriptures it's in there that we are supposed to to hold our own juries and you're supposed to be a part of it because if somebody trespasses upon you upon you then you have the jury of your peers to protect you right 
to hold these people accountable for the trespass. And once we do that, as Anna said, now I don't know if this is true, but you can dissolve charters. I would love to see that day. When you got corporations trampling upon your rights, right? Then we say, okay, boom, put them on notice. We dissolve their charters, done. We don't think that'll make them straighten out. But like, again, I don't know if any of this is going to work. I'm not blowing smoke for anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I have to live in truth, honor, and integrity. And that's what I'm doing. So if you feel the same or anybody out there that hears this video, it's your decision whether you want to live in the truth and integrity. But you got to do the diligence and you got to apply yourself. You got to learn law. You got to learn common law. Listen to Alphonse Fajolio, David Strait, uh, Carl Lentz, uh, Christopher James. Learn it all and piece it together for yourself. Now, all we're doing in the assembly is the same thing they're doing. They're just independent men on their own island doing their own thing, helping people out. But imagine if we all assembled, which we're doing in the assembly, to bring back our Article Three courts to hold them accountable. That's what the assembly is about, and it's self-governing. It's not Anna creating some pipe dream of her own to control everybody from the Vatican like puppets. You know what I mean? That's not yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not that at all. No. <laughs> it's not that. I'm here in it and I'm pretty conscious. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> and I've asked so many people and they tell me the same thing. They say, no, I can't see anything either. Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's interesting because um, I, oh gosh, what did I just want to say? Oh, it's, it's okay. Here's the thing. And this is what, going back to what you just said about like, you know, those men that you were just describing those four men and how they're doing excellent work, but they're doing that individually. And right now, the only way that we can hold anyone responsible for their crimes is if we assemble and have our own court system. We need that. I can't stress that enough to you guys. All this is about. It's, it's why it's so important to all come together through an assembly and start populating your your counties, your states, you know, and coming together and so that we can finally bring justice to the light. And I don't see how that can happen if we stay in their jurisdiction and we don't populate our own systems, um, which truly is what started this whole country, you know, back in the 1700s. You know, that's how it was until everything got hijacked after the Civil War and then never. um... Do you want to actually just talk about that really quickly about the reconstruction after the Civil War and how it never happened? Yeah, I mean, I don't know it in detail. All I know is, like you said, it's pretty simple. I mean, if you want to go detail, detail, you can research it yourself. But after the Civil War, they were supposed to reconstruct the United States, but instead they did it their way. The British, the, you know, the queen and the Vatican, they all conspired to come in and create a corporate entity and create a government and provide us our services as a corporation, which uh, like we said earlier, as a corporation is for the interest of the, the shareholders, right? Well, we didn't, you know what I didn't show you is, uh, is uh, Columbia. Uh, what is it? Columbia house. I think it's Columbia House in London that actually I shared it with Alara that has a Space Force Limited, United States Space Force in the Columbia House Limited website. Really? They also have the United States of America, Washington, D.C. White House created in in Scotland. (laughs) Why? (laughs) And and it cross references what Anna has been saying that it was a Scottish company. Mm-hmm. Well, there's your proof, right? 
Again, you can look this up. I could show it to you right now and show your audience. It's there. It's in that Telegram group. I dug it up. So you can see it. And when you read all those definitions and all the corporate things, and it's funny how they track their minutes because they use the, uh, again, here we go talking about notice. If they dissolve the company, they have to put it in the, uh, what is that? New, the, the Gazette, the London Gazette. They have to put it in the London Gazette and put on notice that they dissolved the company. See, so there goes that whole notice thing. So there's a, a protocol to these things that is common law, right? These procedures that we do to put things forth in the, in the public, right? They know all that and they keep us ignorant of it, but we're learning about it. So we're starting to implement exactly things how they need to be done. But until you learn and get involved, you won't know any of this. And none of what we talk about will ever make any sense, right? Because you're just getting little bits and pieces and then doubting, right? And this is another great book. I don't know if you've seen this one. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. something wrong is when it looks like a five-year-old book for five-year-olds, because that's how we need to be taught these days. Big script and pictures. And it's got great information that you can cross-reference. The mm -hmm. Dun & Bradstreet numbers are all in there as well. So, you know, the reconstruction, basically, they, did, they shoved it under the rug. And did it their yeah. way. Basically, everyone had the um, ability to repopulate, but no one told them that they had to do it or that they could do it. And so no one did anything. <laughs> they repopulated it for us with their service contractors. Exactly. exactly. Corporate service contractors, right? Yeah. So that's the way I comprehend it. All the information that I shared with you tonight in your audience is the same information that they can find. You know, it's there. Like if they want to find it in a consolidated spot, hit me up. You can, you know, look, look it up for yourself in the Telegram. You know, or do your own diligence. I prefer people just go out there and start doing their own diligence. You know, that's what we need to do. We need to learn how to stand on our own two feet. We need to learn how to assemble um, our courts. And that's all the assemblies. That's all the assemblies is doing. And this isn't just for the United States. This is worldwide. We've got assembly contacts in four other countries, maybe five. Now, every time I go there, there's more added. Mm -hmm. This is an international thing. People are like, tell me like, well, our laws are different here. I say, do you have a birth certificate? Yeah. All right. Then what's the difference? Because mm -hmm. they're all fictitious laws under a, a, a maritime jurisdiction. They're just, you know, it's a different flavor. It's ice cream. <laughs> it's just a different flavor ice cream, you know? But I mean, for the messages for the people that are on the fence, or in doubt, it's because you haven't done your own diligence. It's great to watch videos, but until you learn for yourself, I spend hours learning. This, yeah, this is this is a very important part, and I'm glad you're bringing it up because you need to live, eat, and breathe this stuff. Like, and I mean it. You need to live it in order for you to feel solid in who you are and your own personal. Um, sovereignty. Otherwise, you're going to feel like you may have all this knowledge, but if you don't know how to apply and you don't start acting as if right now, then it's when it comes to a point in time where, God forbid, the, you know, something happens that, you know, we don't want to happen, but you get put into a situation you need to know how to speak for yourself. You need to know the laws. You need to know how to speak in a way where your energy shows up so much bigger than um, even the words that you're saying. So that the person who's confronting you or the people who are confronting you know that they're not going to be able to screw with you. 
They Absolutely. Well they said. They can't pull the wool over your eyes. They can't try the tricks that they pull that, let's say, let's face it, some of them don't even know that they're pulling tricks, you know? They just think they're doing the right thing. They think they're doing their job. Yeah. And um, until you start acting as if and can speak that properly, then we're all going to be in a position where we're just still learning. And let's face it, experience is the greatest teacher. It's how it becomes a cellular knowing. It's not a mental knowing, it's a cellular knowing. And that's what we need through living it day to day. Being it. You got to be it. You got to be the truth, live in the truth. Like you said, live, eat, breathe it. And when that happens, I tell you, it's amazing how things change in your life because that confidence, that light literally destroys darkness. Mm -hmm. So if you've got, and you can bring somebody so evil to tears, if you, if you just, or you live in that truth and in that light, you know what I mean? People have done it and there could be the, the most evil person approach you. And if you consciously are already aware of that pain within that individual, you can shift it through your consciousness and your heart and your compassion. But if you go in fear, they've already won because that's what they feed off of. It's that simple. It really is. Yeah. And I had a powerful realization last night around fear uh, where, uh, you know, whatever my fear was, um, for me, it was around safety and support and security, which stems back to my childhood. Um, and I'm having certain situations present themselves in my present moment because I know that that's wanting to be healed, right? At the deepest level, the reason why that's coming in, I'm creating it, it's because there's still wounds there that are um, unconsciously and subconsciously creating that reality for myself. So I've been rejecting it and just trying to avoid it and like saying, I don't want this, but I realize I'm rejecting a part of myself and I'm rejecting the creator because as a co-creator with creator, if I'm rejecting something, I'm then rejecting creator. And I can't be doing that because I am responsible for this. And so I kind of realized, okay, what if I go within? And I was, of course, you know, you're, you're, when you sent me on a Zoom call that was about the breathing and, and all that, that came after. And it was so good because I could use that as well. But um, just kind of going within, okay, what have I create? What does that safety feel like? I was trying to find a moment in time that I could connect with feeling super safe. And I was like, okay. And I brought that safety frequency and I wrote that vibration. I really filled that vibration up with a lot of safety. And I was like, okay, security and support. And do you know today I had a moment where I realized God supports me. And as soon as I had the thought, see, I'm going to do it right now. I burst into tears. I burst into tears because I knew it and I believed it. And I've lived my life actually not truly believing it or feeling that way. And holding, holding that, that knowing that God supports me, the universe supports me and, and loves me, that I am safe and secure in that. And I was like, that's what I have to hold on to. That's the vibration I have to create within myself. And I just kept creating more and more of it. And that fear just dissolved. Like it's, and so, and I'm not saying that that fear is never going to come back again. I'm sure it will. It's a wound. I have to still heal, heal and heal. And, and, and I'm just going to keep working on it. But that's the power of facing our fears and not rejecting them, but saying, okay, let me embrace you, pull you into my light and see how much love and whatever the fear is around that opposite 
vibration or frequency of the, the, the fear is um, feeding off of, how can I bring that in and just dissolve the fear? And that's what we have to do because the fear is the biggest weapon being used against us. Absolutely. That was beautiful. And, you know, we all experience it. I have, I have fears and, and I have to whittle away at them, right? And we all suppress them at some point. And especially with what I'm doing now, there's so many things that I have to implement in my life. And there's these synchronicities that happen that are forcing me to have to live in my capacity as such. And I'm witnessing it. So rather than be in fear, I have to be like, all right, I got to step up now. Like this is the universe saying it's time. It's time for you to shine. Right? It's time for you to live in that capacity. And like you said earlier, you have to do it when it's right for you. Don't think you're just going to come in here and do it because when you do that, that's when people get themselves in trouble because you're not ready. You have to no. take it in incremental steps. You just can't jump in and go out there and be a raging lunatic because that's where you get yourself in trouble. Because, yeah. you know, I talk to people all the time and they're like, well, this person corrected their status and then this happened. I'm like, well, there's a lot of variables that come into play there. You know, it's like you can't just pigeonhole it and say that's why that happened. You know, you don't know the individual. You don't know their personality, their fears, their doubts, their, you know, if they're on drugs or alcohol or whatever. There's so many variables there. And, you know, if you're going to correct your status and think you're going to go out and start acting like some a-hole, right, you know, with a blowhorn and talking to, you know, police officers and mm -hmm. IRS people and whoever else and being a jerk, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, it's going to get you in trouble. You know, you have to still approach these people with compassion because a lot of them don't know. They think if people that work for the IRS, they think they're doing a good thing or doing, you know, working for Moderna or Pfizer, all these other places, they think they're doing good things to help people. Mm -hmm. Some of them know, some don't. Not everybody is under the same blanket. Mm -mm. You know, we have to have compassion for those whose consciousness have been stolen, right? And I have to remember that in my own relationships and with family, especially, you know what I mean? Especially family, because there's yeah. always the one person who is me, right? Probably you that can see what's going on. And the rest of your family is like, no, there's nothing going on. What do you mean? <laughs> Everything's fine. You know what I mean? The government's taking care of it. I'm good. You know, and you're like, ah, well, I guess I got to go talk to my friends over here because they get it. Right. But still, I have to remember that that's their journey. That's their path. And I still have to love them for who they are as they are. But you just stay away from those topics. Right. You don't create those distortions in your field. That's just the way I see it. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And I think we all have, we are all, one of us are all those people, you know? No, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, we have to remember that the only way that we can act peacefully is if we have peace within our heart. Absolutely. And at the, at the end of the day, we want to act peacefully. We want to act lawfully. Um, and that's how we have the order. And that's how we self-govern. We have to be able to self-govern from that compassionate place for others, but to know that we have peace in our heart and know who we are, know what our rights are, and to exercise them in a way where we don't feel threatened by just a small, you know, occurrence. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important to really dive into this information. And we've been taught to be dependent on things or other systems that have made us reliant on them so that we don't need to know all the details and we just assume everything's going to be fine. And we can't live like that anymore. We have to take ownership and be accountable for ourselves. We have to be accountable for the way we're living and how we're living with others. And we have to hold that responsibility. And, and I feel that, 
you know, that's what I love about the American States Assembly and the people that are in it is that for the most part, what I've seen is that that's how people on a whole feel. And I like being in the company of those kinds of people, you know, I, I like that. And everyone's there just to bring a lot of love and no, everyone just wants to live their life peacefully. Like, don't bother me if I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, why am I being bothered? You know, and that's how it should be. So, and, and that's the goal. And that's all we're doing here is like, it's not, I've said this several times. This isn't a movement to go like attack anybody. It's just a move. It's not even a movement. It's just sovereignty and self-governing are synonymous, right? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. You know, people have taken that word and it's gotten twisted and turned into something bad. And, and it's just, l- let me ask the people this. How many of us have self-governed before? <laughs> Do we even know what that means? No. Right? Like I had a long conversation with a lady today and she's like, it's just you? And Hills Roll? I'm like, yeah, it's just me. Well, this ain't going to work. I said, you're absolutely right. It's not going to work if it remains just me. That's why we're having this conversation, right? We're having this conversation because you know something's wrong. You want to do something about it. Oh, but it's not the time because I'm going to wait until it's bigger. Well, if everybody just waits till it's bigger, then it'll always be just me. And I'll be over here going, hey, guys, I'm over here. You know. And let me, and let me just say this. <laughs> Anyone who's watching this video, you are watching this video for a reason. You are not the person who joins after the tipping point. You are the trailblazer. Okay. You are the leader. So step up, be a leader, put your big pants on and let's get to work. Let's make, let's build this. Let's, let's start working. We're going to have to do some grunt work and we have to be okay with that. That's why we signed up for this. And I truly believe that this is part of my mission. I really believe that. I felt it in my core. As soon as I started researching into this, I'm like, this is part of my mission. I can tell. And, what is um, the work, right? What is the real work? Service to others. Mm-hmm. What do you hear in the spiritual community? It's either service to self or service to others. Do you think I've gotten paid a dime? I'm a volunteer. I chose to do this. This is my life, right? I don't work. She asked me today, what do you do for work? I don't. Through the grace, I am compensated for my service. And people see that, right? So I dedicated my life to this, right? Because I feel in my heart of hearts, like you said, that this is, this is it. This is what we need to be doing. And I don't see anything else. And if I'm wrong, I can admit it if that time came, but I haven't seen anything yet to allude to those facts. And nobody's been able to share it with me either. I ask people, please point it out. I want to know if I'm being duped. I want to know if I'm dragging other people into something that's not true. I want to know. I do. And nobody's been able to prove to me otherwise, right? I'm open to hear it, but I haven't heard one thing, right, that that proves it. They'll say things, but I'm like, okay, give me the proof of it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten anything yet. No, yeah, the more, it's, it's like the more research I do, the harder it gets to deny what is so obviously true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I mean, again, no one will know that for you until you do the work. So you can't take my word for it. You can't take Stan's word for it. You can't take Anna's word for it. I mean, you can use them as launch pads into like motivation to start researching certain things. But at the end of the day, the only way you're going to truly know if it's true for you is if you do the work and you let the information permeate through you, you understand, you see things for what they are. And this requires pulling the veil all the way back. Okay, because I feel like this was part of the veil that many of us have still left in front of our eyes. 
um, through this awakening journey. And this is the big one. I feel like this is one of the big ones because it really can be threatening if you go into the fear. There's a lot of fear being presented to us right now in this world. And so this to me is the big kahuna in a sense of the awakening veil really being ripped back for those of us who've already been awakened for quite some time. You know, this is a big one. This one, this one really forces you to get right with yourself. And um, there's no denying it after you start like making some of these changes. So I think it's important. I'm happy to have come across all of this. I'm happy to have met you, Stan, um, through Alara. And I'm happy to have met, you know, Dennis and I've met Shirley uh, Pickle and um, I just got introduced to Terry recently and hopefully I'll be able to get Anna on the show really soon. I'd love to have her on and um, I'm sure it'll happen. It'll yeah, definitely happen. I know she's super busy. So whenever she's got time, she's more than welcome to come on the show. And I want to say to everyone, um, she's getting a lot of exposure now, which is great for the American State Assembly SGT report. She's been on recently and that helped the assembly grow quite a bit. They had a lot of um, influx of people calling in to inquire. And I believe she's also done one with um, X-22 report. I just don't think it's aired yet. So uh, I'll be excited to see that one as well. Um, so yeah, me, just, too. me too. It makes me happy that the people in the community that, um, you know, were kind of banking on other things happening are now getting this information out. I think it's important. And, um, you know, personally, you need to be right before you're first. But I'm also excited to be one of the trailblazers, you know, because that's my personality. I got a lot of Aries energy. <laughs> my yeah, Mars and my Venus are Aries. So that's um, that's kind of the conversation I had today. It's like I'm the only one on my county. Well, there's one other, but there's some coming in. And everybody that I talk to is just so ready to help people, right? In service. So I'm watching and in, in, in seeing the consciousness unfold as we're as this is growing, right? And I'm not gonna lie, I told you, I, I have my doubts some days. I'm just like, man, is this even gonna work? Like I'm thinking how big this beast is, and I'm like, am I kidding myself? You know? And but the states, the assemblies are growing, the words getting out, and what do we do? Do we not not try? Mm -hmm. I think it's human to have moments like that. It is. I think I think it's it very is. human. And I it think it, it just goes to show that you're invested in the truth in understanding, like, is this right or is this not? Instead of just like barreling down, not looking any other direction and having tunnel vision. So I think it's normal. I've gone through that myself in various parts of life, you know, not just this. And uh, I think that's totally normal. And, so, you know, so. I wish I wish that we could all there's all these other groups out there and other people. And I just wish at some point we can really all just kind of. You know, it'd be difficult to get everybody to sit down, but just think about, do the diligence and think about, you know, look at history and, and look at these assemblies and find out who could be counterintelligence, right? Look at the way they're set up. Are they, are they, you know, is it, do we really need to correct our status? Well, I think many of us would agree that we do. And if there's an assembly that says that you don't have to, well, I guess I can kind of get to that if you're saying, oh, well, you wouldn't have to do that because of this. Well, if you've been declared since birth something that you're not, and until you say, hey, I'm letting you know that I'm not that, and all the names that you entrust and stuff that you created with my name, they're mine, and I'm the owner of them, and you no longer have permission to use it because they've been using your name and your 
person, right? The corporation for profit. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. have, how do they know unless you declare it? So I tell people, I wish I didn't have to do any paperwork. I wish I didn't have to do any of that. But unfortunately, how do you counterbalance mm-hmm. this? Well, you have to let them know and you have to put it on public record and you have to put it or, how, or, or not. If you don't do it, then how are they going to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that. have to make it. You have to record it. And um, that's how everything gets declared. And that's how it's always been um, is through the recording. That's why they were trying to shut down a lot of the land recording offices across the world um, through the last couple of years. So uh, that just goes LRF. to tell you. Yeah, all that's of the why we have our land recording system, because now it's getting harder and harder to record on your own state of state county. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you do, it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, here on Pasco County, uh, a current assembly um, uh, now citizen did theirs. It was like five hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, my gosh. How much is our LRS? Twenty five bucks. Yeah. Just just so everyone knows, the LRS that we're talking about that's through the American State Assembly is twenty five dollars. That's it. OK. And and and, the, and Anna did that for a reason. One, because no one should not be able to afford to correct their status and come home. So that is like just important for everyone to know that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get this uploaded onto YouTube so that it's without all the buffering. I'm sure, um, well, I'm actually going to premiere it later tonight. So if you're up and you want to jump in the chat, please do. But let um, the audience know that if they want to get in touch with you or um, I know I've left a lot of your links in the description below, but just let everyone know where they can find you and um, if you want to leave them with a last message. You can get in touch with me at bodhisattva.love is a website and my email and contacts are all there. Uh, and the message for everybody is the same message I've already shared. Um, try to sit with yourself and go deep in a moment of silence and realize who you are. Realize all the things around you are not, they're real in a sense that they're, they're here, but you have to really come to realize that all the emotions you feel, there's a, a way to respond or react. And if you re- continue to only react, then you're distorting your field. The field that you are is all of that, which is consciousness. And as you realize that that is only temporary and fleeting, it's not permanent. You make it permanent by focusing your attention and consciousness on it, which keeps that fear and that darkness within you. So until you realize that these things aren't you, if you have fear, you witness it. Just witness that fear, witness that emotion, breathe through it and realize it's only temporary. And once you do that, you realize, okay, God, it's gone. Now I can move on, right? And the next time something comes through, somebody bothers you or something on the news, Trump or Biden, whatever it is, whatever side of the fence you're on, because there is no side of the fence, that's something, a construct in your mind again. Once you realize these things, once you reach a certain point, you'll have so much more clarity and you'll be able to think more consciously and have that clarity to be able to move forward and see through the veils, That's the whole point of this, of what Nicole does, what we're trying to share with others. We've gone through these things. So we're able to see with a wider scope rather than this tunnel vision, pinpointing on these things that scare us, that seem scary. Like, listen, I could talk about some scary stuff, but it doesn't affect me. And I'm not manifesting it. 
because I can talk about it. These things are real. They've happened. However, until we change our consciousness, they're not going to change. And that starts with you, not with the things out there that are happening. That's how they capture your consciousness to keep your consciousness focused on it and distracted from who you really are. So don't let the stuff on the TV, don't let uh, the things on YouTube and all the stuff you hear affect you in a way to where it disturbs your being, right? Then when you realize it is what it is for what it is, then you'll be able to make the right decisions and the synchronistically, the things will come to you that you'll see what direction you're supposed to go in. So you have to really come together with yourself into that, that space where you're witnessing everything appear and disappear all the time. The guy cuts you off on the road. Are you responding or reacting? What's a response? Continually driving by ignoring it. That's a response. Flipping the bird and cursing it out. That's a reaction, right? So just whether you respond or not, right? Even a non-response is a response. I don't respond to that, right? Or I react, right? So try not to let these things disturb your true self which is the witness, which is only witnessing these things, right? I feel anger. <sighs> and it passes. Some people, they can't not take that breath and then they, right? And then all it's like the spilled milk thing. Then I spill milk. Oh, I spilled the milk. Now I go to clean up the milk. Oh, I, I knock over this other thing. Then you just created this whole field of like anger. And that just yeah. seems to follow you around because you keep thinking about it. You have to let it go and just stick with the things that you know are true and real, right? And, and that's the heart. You don't want that to happen to you, so don't manifest it. Don't make it happen, right? Don't let these things bother you, right? If you spill the milk, <laughs> I spilled the milk, now I got to clean it up, right? You can laugh at these things. So I guess my point is to just try to not be disturbed by all this stuff going on. Let it come in and let it, like a book on the shelf. You can go back for reference. You don't have to believe anything, right? Mm -hmm. And just when you're ready, visit it again. I'll say, okay, now let me take a clear look at this, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what it is in your life. So just try to come to yourself in that, that, that space of clarity in the witnessing state of your true self, of who you really are. Sorry, that was a long-winded version, but no, I thought it was an example. It, you know what? It was a beautiful way to end my 200th episode. Thank you for that message. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of us need to hear that. A lot of us can use that. Uh, I know I can. I can be reactionary at times. I'm human like everyone else. And I got, a lot, I got a lot of fire under me. So that is something that I am constantly working on is to be a responder versus a reactionary person. Um, person. So thank you so much, Stan, for coming on the show and celebrating my 200th episode with me. Uh, I feel like it's just a great way to inaugurate the podcast at 200. And thank you to all of you who donated. I appreciate all the super chats. And thank you to all of you who did manage to stick around through most of this. Even if you left through the buffering, I don't blame you. I'm the same way. I've got a low <laughs> tolerance for that stuff. But I'm going to premiere this very shortly. And hopefully I'll see you guys all in that chat. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, just know I love you guys so much. Next week, I've got Mary Ducina coming on the show. She's going to be our favorite astrologist and Sears coming on. And you all know that 
She's cracking, she's cracking the jokes and she's letting you know straight from the hip. She shoots straight from the hip. So <laughs> that'll be a blast. Uh, guys, I love you so much and we'll be back with you next week. Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.